0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is the Believe in Bears podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. What is up, Believers, and what is up, Beardown
1: Nation? I am Cameron Lee. I am Joey Christopoulos, and today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The wait is finally over. Football's back. It's been back. And look, you can't be at the game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at BetOnline. The Bears are two-and-a-half-point underdogs right now against the Carolina Panthers. What are you going to do about it, Bears fans? From game spreads and totals to team player coaching props, even their live betting app, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there is always that online casino as well. It never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Cameron, Bears, Panthers, Week 6 in Carolina. Let's get it on. It's the preview pod. Absolutely. Let's get right down to it. This game is going to be
0: exciting. A tough watch. Yeah, that. This is. uh, I mean, you're Bears fans. If you're listening to us at this point, you're you're a Chicago Bears fan. So you have seen the offense. You know what we are working with. Then we can talk a little bit about the Carolina Panthers. They're. Just about as exciting.
1: This is when the NFL season gets real because Bears fans, when the schedule comes out, we get the Sharpie out. We start circling win, loss, win, loss. This one in the preseason looked like the easiest win, perhaps, on their schedule. Doesn't feel like that this week, does it, Cameron? And here's the interesting thing. The Bears are 4-1. The Carolina Panthers, which I think is surprising, a lot of people around the NFL are 3-2 and two right now. There also just so happens to be a game of the Buccaneers versus Green Bay this week as well. And... If the Packers win and the Panthers win, they're in first place. If the Buccaneers win and the Bears win, we go into first place. So a lot on the line. Big time implications early on in the season. Let's overreact. Marquee game. Marquee game. But in all seriousness, let's let's just uh, do a little window shopping real quick. Le'Veon Bell signs with the Chiefs today. That's been kind of dominating Bears fans' thoughts over the last couple of days. Doesn't feel good to be rejected, Cameron. What are your thoughts on Le'Veon Bell signing with the Chiefs?
0: He would have been sweet to have. <laughs> you know, I've, I've I've heard, I've heard good things about him, at least on the field. And maybe two or three years ago, <laughs> I guess. Maybe we'll, we'll dial back our expectations a little bit. But no, just a player of of that magnitude, of that upside. Of course, you want that. You want uh, his playmaking ability, the ability to not only run the ball but also catch the ball out of the backfield. He's just so you know, just well-rounded. He's just someone that defenses have to account for at all times, and so obviously just another weapon, just someone else to add to the Bears' arsenal and to add to this offense, which we have said has lacked pop, if you will. So so just someone like that would have been a nice add. But all things considered, like we said, it's been a while since we've seen prime on Bell. He has been known to be somewhat of a a loose cannon, if you will, and maybe the type of guy that creates some chemistry issues. The Bears got a good thing going. You know, we like our record. We've seen some good things. So let's go ahead and, and take this as a positive and say that, uh, yeah, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. And, uh, you know, there was always that girl that you crushed on so hard in high school and she just never reciprocated the feelings. You know who you are. Um, but uh, But she said no and you're in a better place right now. You know what I'm saying? So maybe... Maybe Le'Veon Bell is our our high school crush.
1: I promise not to drunk text my next point here, but he was an obvious fit for the Bears. People said that he was washed last year on the Jets. Well, the last time I looked, he had 1,200 all-purpose yards and 66 receptions. That looks awfully close to the numbers that Tariq Cohen put up in 2018. And to any Bears fans out there that was like, we don't need him, come on, let's be real. We need all the help that we can get on offense right now. It's going to be a big focus of what we're talking about in this preview pod. And again, if does, he loses out to the chiefs. I get it. We are trying to be chiefs, you know, junior college, if you will, in terms of our offense. So he would have been really great, but anyone that's out there saying that he wouldn't have come to the bears because he would have argued over touches. I mean, come on, he's going to the chiefs Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. They like a whole lot. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, by the way, still throws the football a decent amount. So he's just going there, obviously chasing a ring. It's time though, Cameron to hit cams highlights of the week. When we dive into the all 22 and we look, deep dive into what's going on with these bears games and how can we get better. And this is going to be a quick one this week, Cameron, because the only thing that I have down in my notes is Khalil Mack. He's really good. He's a force. He's an absolute force.
0: And the big highlight that kept getting shown over and over and over and over again was Tristan Wirfs being tossed like a, like a bag of rice like a very large bag of rice and you no know, Khalil Mack had such an impact and he's obviously had a huge impact this entire season but seeing him get home a couple of times and and just being an absolute force and a game wrecker on the defensive side of the ball that's what the the Bears have been Bears fans have been like really just waiting to see is is these sacks and just that that absolute force and freak of nature uh component uh, that he brings to this defense and I mean, he did that. Tom Brady was uncomfortable. Uh, wasn't enough, wasn't a lot of time to uh, set up and, and make good reads and throw the ball downfield. And man, it's awesome when you see that. When you see the aggression that the Bears play with, and, and Khalil Mack, and, and really just like that entire uh, front group just getting after and after it and after it. It's it is such a a uh, a breath of fresh air if you know what I'm talking about.
1: Even when he didn't get home, I wonder if you can help describe what it'd be like to block a guy who has this amazing speed to the outside rush leverages himself and starts kind of leaning into the middle of your body somehow plants dead plants and then finds a way to maybe not even take a step but launches his entire body feels like at times he goes parallel and launches his entire body with his big mitts out stuck and it's just a, there's an athleticism there that is just unparalleled
0: one of the things that people don't necessarily know to look for when you're watching a pass rusher is the ability to change levels to bend to like kind of be a somewhat of a contortionist. Because everyone can go up and down, but it's the ability to do that while moving. What I mean is like to drop your body to lower levels, to, to bend to get around a corner, and his ability to to go full speed, drop his body to like the lowest possible angle you know to ask these big offensive linemen that are sometimes 330 340 pounds and lumbering to to block a person like that is just it's just bonkers it just it doesn't work and we saw a great example of that uh on thursday last week thursday wow that feels so long ago (laughs) but yeah he's just so bendy and compact and powerful and fast and Sound with his hands, sound with his feet, his placement. It's, it's just unreal, and it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. An, as a uh, former offensive lineman, I don't envy anyone that, has, uh, that draws that matchup because he's an, he's an absolute force in a game record and one of the you know, best players in
1: our league. And I'll also say, just to go to bat for you, that you're not a former lumberer, Cameron. You're more of a glider, I believe, and your combine uh, forty-story probably says it all. Did you uh, have you gone back and watched a little bit of uh,
0: Cameron Lee from the twenty seventeen season? I know you've got uh, NFL Game Pass. Watch the All Twenty Two guys. I called it. And... A, I called it a glide in my notes. <laughs> the glide. Wow, that's. I wouldn't have said that. it was a glider, not a lumberer. Maybe a. Uh... I don't even know what the word would be. I was a skater. Looked like a like an ice skater out there, you know? But not like a good one. Like like a kid who's out there trying it out for the first time and is going to fall a couple
1: times. He could pull a triple axel out at any moment, folks. Just keep your eye out there when he's out there on the field. That's pretty much going to do it for Cam Highli- Cam's highlights this week. Look, we can go over all the missed throws that Foles did. They're pretty plain to see. The highlights on defense were right there out there in the package that went into the ESPN. So let's just get to the keys of the game. Bears 4-1. If they can go to to 5-1, holy cow, in the driver's seat for at least a playoff spot. What is your first key to success? Cam's keys to a Bears win in week six. Do you want to talk about running the ball now or running the ball at the end? You choose. I feel like it's the song when you go to a concert, you got to start the concert off with a really great hit. And I think we got to start off with the running game first just to get the crowd pumped up. Where have you gone?
0: Chicago Bears running game where have you gone these last two weeks granted you've played incredibly tough defenses the buccaneers are absolute you know monsters in the in the running game the colts were the same so you know what we will give you somewhat of a pass somewhat of a pass but this team you have got to find it this week now is the time to find that complete offensive game i'm tired of no run game or no pass game and today this, this matchup is going to be favorable for us on the ground, and I want to see the Bears make a consistent and concerted effort to reestablish the rushing attack. So that's what I'm going to say. I'm not asking you to rush for 150 yards. I'm not asking you to lead the league. David Montgomery doesn't have to have 30 carries. Just make an effort to reestablish the running game.
1: It's just the most favorable matchup running game-wise that we've seen over the last three weeks. These last two games, stout defensive fronts. And I, I, I want to hear more about, like, you know, the Carolina Panthers. I see only have five sacks this season. They're allowing the most fantasy points to running backs this year. So this is a favorable matchup that you have to exploit as an offense. I know you're trying to figure out your rhythm and what gels with Nick Foles and Matt Nagy. But when you see something out there on the field that you know you can take advantage of, you got to commit to it you
0: absolutely do and and this is an opportunity to do that this uh this this group needs to get on track and sometimes it takes you know having some advantage not just in terms of the of the talent maybe things just kind of go your way and and the you know the the Panthers have they're beat up they're not a great group and sometimes you got to beat up you got to be a bully sometimes you got to just go out there and just bully a team and reestablish your confidence i think the bears offensive line i think their running game they're probably kind of in need of a little bit of a of you know a pick me up and you know they've been a little beat up and banged up and maybe embarrassed over the last couple couple weeks and i think that's fair you know they they looked okay early on, and things have definitely taken a step back. So now let's go out there and let's beat up on a vulnerable group. You know, this is a, a group that has had injuries and has uh, has is going to be missing some important players, some very important players. And, and this is it. You know, this is it. What are we going to see? It, it's, it's now or never a Chicago Bears running game.
1: On paper and in theory, it's a feel-good matchup. Got to take advantage. And I just want to get your take real quick. Alex Bars filled in for James Daniels last week. There were some rumors that Rashad Coward could maybe switch over and take over that starting spot. It looks like it's trending towards Alex Bars right now, getting the start. And I'll be honest with you, help, help fill in the gaps for me just from looking at the all 22. After that first series, it just sort of seemed like I, I stopped looking at Alex Bars on the tape every single play because that's a good thing. You want offensive linemen to be you know seen, not heard.
0: You don't even want to see him. You don't even want to notice him. You offensive linemen should go completely under the radar. The fact that Al, Alex Bars, you know, that you didn't notice him beyond that first series and giving up that sack to Vea that's a good sign. I, I think that he played all right, and uh, he's definitely, like we said, we said this before. He's a small step back, and the continuity and all those things that we hit on all the time that matters. But I, I think that he will be fine. He'll be sufficient, and and this is a good group to go against as you're kind of getting your feet wet and getting your first NFL start.
1: And you'd have to think they continue to scheme ways to provide him help in certain situations and play calls. I'm going to go to my first key. My first key is just called third downs. I believe I've done this here before. This feels also like one of those broken record situations. But I think this is a classic rubber meets the road situation. The Bears on defense are the second best team in the NFL in third down conversion percentage. I believe it's only 33 percent. Well, the Carolina Panthers, they're sixth in the NFL in converting. I believe they're 48 percent conversely the chicago bears the third worst in the nfl and carolina the fourth worst in the nfl something's got to give there where can the bears convert these third downs keep the chains moving i do think it's going to be a field goal game and when you talk about field goal games it really does come down to that third down and five that you have to convert just to give your kicker a chance to put three points on the board if the red zone is going to be an issue I'm looking at third downs on both sides of the ball right now. It's a strength for the Bears' defense, strength for the Carolina Panthers, and then a weakness for both teams. You know,
0: come the third, come third down, you want to see your team get off the field, or at least in terms of the offense, you know, find a way to to convert and make things happen. You know, we we keep bringing up these points. These are the same talking points week after week after week after week it's time it's time boys it's time that we go ahead and put these things together and that you're able to execute on that on that and uh, you know we've got the quarterback in place we've got this uh this offense that hopefully is is trending in the right direction and putting everything together it's time to go out there and uh and ob- obviously execute on third down because it's a huge part i don't know if you know this joey it's it's really important to winning is uh is is third down because it it matters <laughs> and the ability to to get to uh, extend drives and give yourself more opportunities and when you're on defense to get the other team off the field it's it matters Joey.
1: Yeah, it turns into time time of possession and Matt Nagy this week was talking about how he was kind of haranguing the offense still for failing to execute the little details when he was talking about five yard drops when they're when they're three yard drops all this other stuff but that really has to boil down to just execution on third down keeping the football seems pretty basic, but the bears seem to continue to have problems making that happen. So it makes it onto my key list for another week in a row. Cameron, what's your second key to week six? So this
0: is a defensive related key, and I'm going to focus on this defense, keeping everything in front of them. I don't know if you know what you know about the Panthers offense. Uh, They're not exciting. They're, They're just not. They lean hard on Mike Davis as a running back, which, it's further evidence that running backs do not matter in the NFL. And, uh, th- you know, they've got some good players, but it's not a group that I look at and go, Oh wow. This, this offense is filled with, you know, major, major threats. That's not like when you're going out and facing the Buccaneers or you're going out and facing like, say the saints or, or the chiefs or some of these like real high powered explosive beach over the top type offenses. And I think that's a really favorable matchup for the bears. So, This is going to be a team that kind of dinks and dunks and plays a very conservative style of football and almost kind of grinds you out and grinds you to sleep. If the Bears are able to make the plays, keep things in front of them, you know, limit Mike Davis, which is not something I thought I'd ever have to say. If they were able to just come out and just play their game and keep things in front of them and, you know, eliminate mistakes and errors and just play in this nice, clean game, I don't think that there's any reason that... uh, that the bear should have to make some sort of astounding comeback in the third or fourth quarter
1: when you saw last week with Carolina They got a what a 72-yard touchdown from DJ Moore I mean that was yards after the catch about 65 yards because the Atlanta Falcons uh, They can't tackle so that's a great point that you're bringing up keep them in front of you It actually just kind of I'm just gonna meld my second key in there Mine was just called double moves because when I'm looking at the all 22 You know, you see DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel Samuel and you see Robbie Anderson out there. They all got speed And Robbie Anderson, in particular, is super fast out of his breaks on routes. I mean, he gets open really quickly. He's got a great thing going on with Teddy Bridgewater right now. And the thing that just worries me a little bit is the thing that's burned the Bears a couple of times this year, not that it's a problem, but play action, balls deep, balls in the middle of the field, you know, when they are maybe playing a cover two shell in the secondary that kind of stuff can burn them. So I'm looking at double moves and that speed on the outside for the Panthers. Them trying to take a shot and then burning us deep for a play. They do have
0: players like Robbie Anderson, like you said, who's a, who's a big time playmaker. I think that it's going to be a, a worthy matchup. You know, I think this is kind of an underrated group, but I don't think that I don't see them as as a group that we need to be super intimidated by. I think our secondary has proven that they, you know, that they're a competent group, that they're an above competent group, and I think you know, I love. Going out seeing Jalen Johnson compete and Kyle Fuller and oh man the hit that he made I'm I'm still thinking about that hit anyway but yeah I just I just think that I'm not intimidated by this group I know what they can do but I'm not intimidated by them by any means and I think that you know barring a meltdown a meltdown of some sort some sort of uh, a defensive lapse or you know lapse in coverage or any sort of that I like our chances I like our ability to keep this thing in front of us and I want to see Mike Davis beat the Chicago Bears.
1: Well, and on top of that too, I think both teams are probably looking at this game as let's just not beat each other. That old cliche. If we don't beat each other, we limit penalties, stay disciplined, you know, execute on third down, you got yourself a chance to win the game because let's be honest, none of these both of these teams aren't really necessarily upper echelon elite.
0: The Bears are like in this weird position where they're already kind of considered the the least for real of the four of the four win teams. I I I think a loss here, you know, could really really hurt you know it's not that it's not that the panthers are being taken really all that seriously but it's just every single loss is just a further further proof that maybe they're not for real and you know this is a team the panthers are, are a beatable team and coming into the season like we said this is a team that absolutely was on everyone's mind is hey that's a that's an absolutely that's a, that's a win you know and a loss to that team as you're four and one all of a sudden. You know, like, how legitimate are these guys? How legitimate are they if they don't beat the Panthers?
1: And you start looking at, oh, they play the Titans. They play the Saints. They have to play the Rams next Monday night. They play the Packers twice, so we haven't even played them yet. So the schedule is going to begin to tighten up. And when you do look at the schedule, this is thing. This is a TCB time. Cameron, what's your third key to success in week six?
0: I think you might have brought this up before, but I'm just going to go ahead and hit it home. Have you? Did you know they play four quarters?
1: I've been checking. I hold on. I need to check on the internet. Yep, it says four quarters. The I... other
0: teams seem to be playing the four quarters. The Bears seem to skip, just completely skip the third quarter. They have not scored in the third quarter this entire year. Not even a field goal. Not even a Cairo Santos just running out there. But like, really, this is a bigger. This is a bigger point at this point. We want to see a complete, a complete game, a complete game. So score in the third quarter. Is that so much to ask, OK? Just, just an itty-bitty. Just an itty-bitty thing. Kick a field goal, and I will get off of it. But I'm not getting off of it until you score in the third quarter.
1: I was going to say, if they get three points in the third quarter, we are going to go nuts in the post. I'm lighting it up. Yep. we yep. be so excited. We are going to play. We're going to play 50 Cent in the club. We're just going to like dance for a little bit. It'll feel so good. It's so funny. I was looking up the stat today doing the homework. And I believe the Carolina Panthers are averaging two point eight points in the third quarter. And where are those Chicago Bears? That's a lot. That is a lot. I know it's a difference, and honestly, that could be the difference in the game. I'm not, you know, I'm no hyperbole here. Nothing to
0: hyperbolize. They literally have not scored zero. Five games, dude. Five games. The third quarter batters. You have to. You have to play this whole thing out, man. I, I know. I feel. I sound a little extra animated on this I mean, I'm, I'm just i'm serious the bears they're weird man this is a weird team how do you just skip that how do you just not score
1: hold on i'm it's mind-boggling i'm looking up on the internet right now whether in the nfl season in 2020 they moved the third quarter to only three minutes no it's the same time it's the it, no, it's no <laughs> it's, still, it's still the same amount of time yeah, it is an interesting stat that I hope that they run actually at the start of the second half, because when they run those types of stats, you know that it's actually going to come true. When the guy hasn't walked someone in 65 innings, what happens on the next batter? He walks someone or he misses a free throw after he's made 35 in a row. So run that stat, run the that jinx, please. And the third quarter talking about your hands up in the air, you know, my third key to the game, Cameron. It's just, it's just about breathing. Chicago Bears fans, we need to breathe. I I I feel like we've already had what two and a half heart attacks this season. Um, we've I've been blowing into a brown paper bag for probably what two and a half quarters a game right now. I need to, and Bears fans, just need to begin to center themselves. Need to get the right oxygen roll into the brain. Get the right Italian beef going into the a- aortas of your heart and your belly. And we just need to breathe through this next one. Can we get a Bears game that isn't coming down to the very last second when amazing, incredible turns of circumstance need to happen? Can we just get a normal game, Cameron? That's my third key. I want a normal game. Even if it's boring, which it might be, give it to me. I'm ready. Your key to the game, your key to victory
0: is to just play it. To just have a a normal outcome. That's it. I like
1: it. I mean, give me Downton Abbey. I'm not down with watching... 24 or whatever, you know, high octane thriller that's out there right now that is the Chicago Bears season. It's only week 6. It's not even Thanksgiving yet.
0: If the Chicago Bears were if the Chicago Bears were a uh, a movie plot, they'd probably be speed. If they slow down at all, this whole thing's going to blow up. But at the same time it's a bus. You know what I mean? There's just it's lots of like there's people on the bus and <laughs> you're in the city and Keanu Reeves is there. And there's just a lot of, a lot of bizarre stuff going on and any, any small minute detail going awry. And this whole thing just blows up at any moment, but so far it's going. Okay. We we're, so
1: far this things working hard to explain, but a hell of a ride. Cameron pop quiz hotshot. It's that time. Nick Foles, final line, how many yards, how many touchdowns, how many interceptions in week six? Hot shot, Nick Foles.
0: Here we go. Given my man, he's going up this week. Oh,
1: 270 yards passing, three touchdowns, zero INTs. Wow. You, got, wow. you got Nick Foles. You got BDN throwing himself a nice little game.
0: I got to have something
1: to believe in. That's Eric Kramer territory in, in Bears fans lore. You have to understand that. I mean, that's like as good as we can ask for, 270. Three touchdowns, zero interceptions.
0: Have you guys seen like Russell Wilson play? Have you seen like what
1: other quarterbacks do? I don't think like,
0: like yes, that that is a great stat line, and we'll take it every time. But like, is that so much to ask? I've seen Russell Wilson throw six touchdown games. Dak Prescott threw for five hundred plus yards in a game already this season, in a loss. I, I,
1: I mean, they, like, is this? I heard they play. this so much minutes. to ask. Yeah, they play twenty-five <laughs> minute quarters, Cameron. In those parts, what is so different in that part of the world? I don't know. It's the air. It's the water. I, I, I'm not sure, but I guarantee you that the pizza isn't correct because it probably isn't deep dish, and that's something that they have to live with. I'm going in the other direction to be honest with you. I was going to go 212, one touchdown, zero interceptions, and I'm with. I want to get on, hitch myself to the wagon, the Cam wagon of the running game and I'm thinking two touchdowns for David Montgomery. I'm not going to go yards prediction cuz that's been the one thing I've been so wildly off with this season. Is guessing what David Montgomery is going to do on a game-to-game basis, but I think he punch in punches in two scores. And yeah, that's what I'm going with.
0: I, I think uh, I think you're you're probably closer, but I'm feeling like hey, this is this is an opportunity to put it all together and I think we're going to see a complete Chicago Bears offensive performance because I want it. They've had a little extra time off. They're a relatively healthy group. They're going against a less-than-stellar group and a group that's not particularly healthy. A couple of weeks under the uh, the Nick Foles regime. You know, I'm, I'm thinking this is a good situation. And the Bears do not have, like, the schedule doesn't get easier. You, you got to go out and grab one. And I'm thinking this is an opportunity for the, the Bears offense to reestablish themselves in the running game, find the passing game. I'm going big this week.
1: Yeah, outside of some of our NFC North Brethren matchups and the Jaguars, not a lot of room after this game right here. Cameron, it's time. What's your final score prediction? Bears, Panthers, week six. I had a number in my
0: head prior to this podcast, but I just gassed up Nick Foles so much that I'm just gonna have to like scrap out everything that I've thought all week because I just got I did. I I just I went on the Faller Coaster. I just hopped right on the fuller coaster. I've th- ruined my, my numbers, and now I'm like, mathematically, I'm like, that doesn't even add up. So we're going to go with uh, Bears, big one in this one. We're going Bears 27 and uh, Panthers 20.
1: i I've been This has been my most, I think, waffling that I've done all week long trying to figure out the final score, where at the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, this is the blowout game. And then i went back and started thinking about it i was like oh this is probably a lot of field goals this could be like a a 13 to 10 game but cameron i'm gonna call it right now i'm sticking with my gut on this one 28 to 10 bears win
0: 28 to 10 yes you're going big
1: yes i think things go wrong early and i think if we get ourselves dare i say a lead early on teddy bridgewater won't be able to extend the field the way that i think the panthers necessarily want to I think we can bottle up Mike Davis. Dare I say, I think he can be contained. And I think this is more of what we were thinking preseason, where the Bears actually have a feel-good. Another week where maybe they're like, well, how good are the Panthers? But I think I think we have ourselves maybe not a statement game, but a little bit of an easier ride this week. Because i got to breathe, Cameron. I just have to breathe on Sundays now. I can't make it. I'm not going to make it. So think about us,
0: guys. If you're listening, David Montgomery and – Nick Foles and Khalil Mack do it for Cameron and Joey because we need, we need a breather. We need We absolutely need a breather. We had a little bit of extra time off. Uh, thanks to your guys' Thursday night game. And we appreciated that, but uh, it's, it's a big game this week and we want to win it, but we also want to not go into cardiac arrest. So I've been, I've, I've been watching my diet. I've been trying to do all the right things. I've been meditating don't make all of that effort be for naught. help
1: me out guys do your part just because we're rested and we're gassed up doesn't mean we can't be reflective and improve upon our mental state of mind moving forward and we're just imploring the chicago bears just maybe give us a week off and talk about a normal win and maybe you know put some points on the board and the defense i think does have momentum talking with some carolina panthers people this week they have that sound in their voice again. In the, in the past, it was, yeah, the Bears got a good defense, but I think opponents now and fans are starting to talk about that Bears defense is something to fear again. I think they got the momentum. I think they could have a really good game based on this matchup. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver. We got some great players on the defense. I think they bottom them up, and this could feel good. It could, but then again, it's the Bears, so don't get cocky. Week six, Bears-Panthers. It's coming up in Carolina. Cameron, take us home on another great pod.
0: You've been listening to the believe and bears podcast on the believe podcast network. Make sure you guys check out our post game show on Sunday. Continue to uh, check out all of the fun content that Joey and I are producing for you guys. Uh, follow the show. Make sure that you give us a, a subscribe. It's going to pay for my son to go to college one day. I can almost guarantee it and uh, go ahead and remember to always bear down.
1: Shout out to cam's grandma.
0: you have been listening to the believe in bears podcast on the believe podcast network thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube